This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy Monday, November 21st, pre-Thanksgiving special, if I were you. We got a lot to be thankful for. Frankly, I'm thankful for you and this (laughs) podcast, buddy. Thank you. Very much. I do it. Thank you, it. which means you are thankful to me. Okay, so it seems like you just said that to for me to say thank you to you. I appreciate your gratitude. And, and I think the best thing I can any. give you is to not say thank you to you. You already did. I'll thank you. Said <laughs> no. Thank you. As I said, I was. I'll thank our listeners for tuning in every week. We really do appreciate it because without you guys, there is no show. Yep. Play it back. Amir said thank you to me right after I said that I was appreciative of him. Right. Thankful for you. You said thank you. Cool. That means you're thankful. Do you think you are more important than the fans? I think I'm more important than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm numero uno in my book. Uh, and since uh, the spirit is giving and thanks, uh, we thought we could start this episode off not by promoting a specific sponsor, but by talking about certain companies, sorry, nonprofit organizations that seem to need our help now more than ever. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, A big thing that we're seeing online now is people in the wake of the election donating to companies that seem to need it now. A lot of folks don't know what to do after the election. You guys might have been as depressed as we were, and now we're sort of looking to what, what are the little things we can do? How can we take action uh, in a positive way, in a real way that can make us feel slightly better about our potential impending doom. Money, honey. Yeah, money talks. Money Vote talks. with your cash, honey. Uh, support things with your wallet, not just your Facebook posts, so, motherfuckers. So I'm suggesting Planned Parenthood and the ACLU. Uh, you can donate not only as a one-time donation, but you can set up small recurring monthly donations that'll keep them going uh for the next at least four years and will feel like not that big of a burden because you're only giving you know five twenty fifty eighty three thousand dollars a month that's all three thousand dollars a month but i did this i set up some recurring payments they uh turns out they really do need money so they make it pretty easy for you to set up these recurring payments um i did a couple, but two of the ones that I really liked were the Natural Resources Defense Council. So if you're concerned about global warming and you don't like the fact that the president called it a hoax, uh, you can actually help the NRDC by 
by uh, making monthly donations. Also, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund is going to help support minorities' civil rights in our country with a president who has sort of a uh, racist history. So they need some help, too. Yeah, and if you do donate, maybe tweet it at us. We'll retweet. We'll get the air of giving sort of circulating, percolating, moving around, spreading the joys, spreading the happiness, rebuilding, doing everything we can to help one Relatively small step at a time. But every little bit helps, of course. That's right. Uh, And in lieu of donations, we're just going to keep podcasting. Uh, And we're going to ask you for money. Oh. And we want cash from you as well. God, Uh, that's small. (laughs) My God. Uh, Why don't we get straight into this episode? We had fun. As always. As always. uh, Let's get into it. If I were you, I know what I'd do. Sorry. You retroactively made it a bad song. <laughs> How? That guy's name was Shri Tana. He's a 22-year-old in Seattle. Doesn't have a music site to advertise. He's just in it for the love of the game. Hell yeah. He just wants a shout out. Dumb. Honestly, it's such a thrill for Shri for me to say his name. <laughs> oh, you're so for Shri to hear me say Shri <laughs> means he's a hero for a split second. Shri, Just... and I'll keep giving it to him because I know how much he or Shri appreciates you're, you're, it. Get, Whereas oh, I don't you're like a care guy with a really tiny dick <sighs> fucking something like, oh, I know <sighs> you like it when <sighs> I do oh, that. Shri, uh, thanks, Shri. Appreci- uh, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I was, barely laughed yeah, at that really was, good joke. It was, uh, yeah. It was, uh, this is If I Were You show. It's a, or actually, no, this is If I Were You. Show is just what it is. Of course. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by me. I'm Shree. And I'm Shree, too. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're both sort of Shree of ourselves. We're at uh, least trolling Shree. Who and he and Shree is Shree. Uh, no, I'm a Shree and Shree and Shree make Shree. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Shree uh... and Shree and Shree makes three, but I, instead of three, I said Shree. Oh, I see. What is that original quote? Or did you make it up? Like One, blank and blank and blank. You and you three. and you, you and you and me makes three. Oh, I, I, what's I that? I, I've heard it before. <laughs> you and you and Shree makes Shree. <laughs> yeah, something. I don't know. It's a thing. 
That's awesome, dude. Thanks, dude. <laughs> uh, if you haven't watched them yet, we're making weekly shows on HeadGum. Uh, the series that we've sort of only made so far is Jeffrey the Dumbass, but who knows what the yeah. future holds. Little known fact, Jeffrey writes and edits those videos. So how dumbass can he be? Uh, you can Turns watch those. Moderately capable. Yeah, I took an IQ test, or I wanted to administer one with him, but I fucked it up, the moderating it. Like, I, I gave him a kid's menu instead. Excuse so you. <laughs> He's still got a 140, which is fine. Just passable. Have you ever taken best. an IQ test? Uh, I don't think I've... I don't know if I've taken, like, a real one. I've definitely taken IQ tests online. Yeah. Like, are those real? <laughs> Do I know my <laughs> That's IQ? the first question. And if you said yes, then you fail. <laughs> I took How one do you a- actually learn your IQ? Yeah. I did it on a fucking banner ad, and I did pretty freaking well. You made a Jake and Amir about that, where you'd... <laughs> Oh, yeah. You take an IQ test. And you're better at you got a really good score, but like really you're a dumbass because you were, uh, you, you paid the $50 for, oh, the, yeah. for the certificate. For the certificate of genius, you bish. Uh, we should just reshoot old Jake and Amir videos. Not a bad idea. It, it is it legal? No. Okay. It's that's not a fine. legal idea either. Why don't we reshoot other people's videos then? Oh, we could just reshoot, like, A Few Good Men. That's right. A table read of sorts. And that's what this podcast is. Jake and I read old-time Hollywood movie scripts from the early 90s. Old-timey. Yeah. Very old-timey. I'll be Colonel Jessup, the curmudgeonly old captain that ordered the, ooh, or diddy, the code red. And I'll be, ooh, Lieutenant Weinberg, (laughs) the sniveling Jew. (laughs) And I, Daniel Caffey, the rogue 'er ne'er-do-well attorney assigned to the case. Uh, Kind of hesitant at first, but finds himself in the role, trying to make up for, I don't know, a misconnection with his dead father. And I'll be a young Demi Moore. (laughs) I forgot the character. Joe. Joe? Joe, get in the car. Joe. I want to put Jessup on the stand. And that's how it'll go. Uh, This, I think, is episode 246 of our podcast. Not bad. Crazy. 246. Each better than the last. What pressure? What pressure? Oh. No, we'll talk about shit later. Let's just get into it now. Um, We have emails. The way it works is people will email us. They're in sticky situations, confused, scared, betrayed almost, that mm-hmm. they don't have anybody else in the world to go to. Frightened, alone, flabbergasted, uh, frankly. Jake, fortunately for you guys, Jake and I are experts at everything. And so we, or at the very least, we're not experts at everything equally. I'm the best there is at nothing. Yeah, and I'm the worst at everything. Which one would you rather be? Let's talk about it during the break. Uh, these are real questions from real people. We're going to, we usually choose three or four of our favorites. This week was kind of a mad dash. We're moving. We're scrambling. It's before Thanksgiving. Yeah. We are, Jake has been preparing a casserole for what feels like weeks. How's the casserole, by the way? After weeks, I dropped the casserole. (laughs) I must start anew. (laughs) So sometimes you bake stuff on 350 for like two hours. Jake has been baking it for 350 hours at two degrees. Insane. Which is so cold. Just, yeah. And I had the casserole to start it. I needed, I got chickens to make the eggs. But oh. before that, I had to go to Home Depot and build a chicken coop. So there's I do it's an egg casserole. Meticulously. <laughs> so it's you, a noodle casserole. 
But you can't make noodles without a couple eggs. Oh, egg noodle. Egg noodle. Casserole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were proud of it, but you ruined it. I dropped it. And it was frozen. <laughs> oh, very. <laughs> it, it shattered. 350 hours on two degrees. <laughs> it's called sous vide. Uh, so what we need right now, we're going to uh, play... Um, we're going to be playing some sort of game today. Oh, oh. <gasps> I have been summoned. <laughs> the Game Boys. Hello. I just had to say the word game. I didn't even have to oh. say it. <laughs> so every time I say it, you get sort of coming of sorts. Say what? Uh, I'm saying whenever I say the word game. Oh, okay, so I don't understand. Yeah. You don't get it. It's so obvious that no. whenever I say a specific word, I don't want to say it now because you are so close to coming. Of course, uh, always. I was just saying that whenever I say the word G-A-M-E, game. <laughs> so you can say oh, it. it I, bla- I black out. You can tickle yourself, evidently. <laughs> game. Oh, uh, game. Oh, <laughs> I am the Game Boy. Uh, oh. game, game Boy is a character of sorts that... Uh, arrives, explains the rules of a game, and then plays the game. It's a very poorly thought out mascot of sorts. How dare you? I I, I meticulously planned out. The <laughs> Not game unlike board, the, like, casserole. Like the casserole. <laughs> it is very casserole esque. Casserolian. Uh, and the way it works is that the Game Boy sometimes I or does it, is it still? Oh. Say? <laughs> I missed it. Uh, uh, searches. Uh, we do a search in our email, our Google inbox for a word, and we just choose a question at random. If there's uh, only one email in the box, the Game Boy oh, wins the game. Uh, do you have a word to search our email box? Let's do casserole. Oh, that's pretty good. Thanks. Casseroli. Um, hmm. Zero. How? Not zero. All right. But... I don't know if it's a question we've answered before. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know what this guy did? Which I don't want to. I don't want to give him daps. He just copied and pasted the dictionary at the end of his email. Yeah. I don't want that's that's cheating. So there's no real casual. You can just email. delete that. Delete that email forever. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a nice way. It's a nice punishment. <laughs> and he doesn't know who he is. Yeah, but everybody listening, it's like I did that. It was Shri actually. It was attached to that oh, theme wow. Thanks song. Thanks for the theme song, dude. <laughs> uh, megaphone. Wow, you're getting obscure. I like you it. Have to. <gasps> there's, yeah, there's two, but only one is a question. Oh, so- <laughs> I won the game. <laughs> That's really good. Thank you. Uh, megaphone writes. So I have this friend who is a disgusting eater. Uh, seriously, every time he picks up food, he looks like Denethor II from Return of the King in the scene where chunks of meat and miscellaneous juices run down his beard and every bite sounds like a cow eating into a megaphone. <laughs> Last time someone told him he was a gross eater, he broke down and cried, and I had to console <laughs> him for three hours before he would cheer up. Jesus. I feel like he needs to fix this if he's ever going to keep up a girl, but I don't know how to tell him. How should I break the news to him? This is kind of a question we answered recently. Yeah, it seems like some people are just like sensitive to it. Yeah, this and uh, this and my coworker stinks. How do I tell him? It basically comes under the umbrella of how do I break bra- bad news? Yeah, uh, do I, am I the bearer of bad news? Yeah, do you usually do that? I usually just err on the side of dealing with things and I don't bring it up. I'm oh, very non confrontational. Yeah. No, me, I would never ever bring up the fact no if anything i would like eventually wait until i was close enough to make a joke about it oh that'd be the most <laughs> well i guess that's how we deal with every any conflict is like we make a joke yeah so like if you let's say 
parked where I park, I wouldn't be like, hey, this isn't okay. You have to move your car. I'd be like, oh, so are we switching parking spots now? Is that how it works? You park in my spot, I park in yours? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I say what I think in a matter that's obviously joking, but actually not yeah sort of trapping people because they yeah. can't like you can't oh, oh what like don't be an asshole like i'm not i was kidding i, I was doing a bit where i was telling you exactly how i felt yeah <laughs> i've thrown it back at you it's kind of a jokester's paradox because nobody likes it mm-hmm. and <laughs> we're supposed and to nothing use our, ever gets solved either we're supposed to use our sense of humor uh to better the world but in fact we're just uh, adding more negativity to it Making people feel bad, sort of trolling people that don't necessarily deserve it. I love that guy. So if the if the show is called If I Were You, what would you do in the situation? I think we would make a passive aggressive not a passive aggressive, uh what's it called? When you're when you're obviously serious but you're joking. Um when you make a joke, but it's something about serious. Is it passive-aggressive? No. I sort of. I mean, well, I guess, like, it is passive-aggressive to do. Yeah, it's but the, jokey the joke aggressive. Is, I, don't know what the, I don't know what you would call, like, the joke itself. Yeah. Like, make fun of him a little bit. Maybe I, we can it, coin a term. It feels also like this guy already got told he was a bad eater. Yeah. And he cried for three hours. Like, he didn't want to just change it after that. Yeah, you would think. Uh, so this is what you do. You make fun of him for that. <laughs> for crying for three yeah. hours <laughs> so you're kind of a loser for that and then the food thing is secondary like what did you say during the console thing like oh no you're a great eater you're meticulous you're meticulous you're perfection <laughs> if anything you're a bad crier <laughs> i wonder what the record is for crying like openly like when i cry which is so few and far between. It's like a quick little thing. Imagine crying for hours. Yeah. No, Can I you can't. have that much tears in you? At a certain point, you just tucker yourself out. Yeah. But I don't like it's, uh, crying is so therapeutic if you can get yourself to do it. Yeah. For like, you, crying is like uh, pulling the trigger. Oh yeah. On emotions. Dude, if I like It's like, oh I feel sad. I really gotta I yeah. saw you stick your index ring in your tear duct until tears came out. You're oh, like, oh, oh, I feel so much better. There have been times where I was so fucking burnt up inside and I just I was like, I know I'll feel better if I can cry and I couldn't do it. Oh, that's interesting. Like let me just the tears sort of take the sadness out. They're yeah. a vehicle. They just I, yeah, they like exhaust you and it feels like you it's it's cathartic. It's right. nice. And then you can convince yourself, you're like, I feel bad about this. Right. So is the lowest you've ever been when you felt so low, but you still couldn't bring yourself to Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably is the lowest I've been in a while. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, I can't even feign sadness yeah. right now over something that I do feel bad about. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Double trouble. Uh, but, yeah, how do you – you want to coin a term, sorry, for making fun of somebody too no. lightheartedly, but to, uh, to send a message for them to change. Yeah. Or not even, not even that specific, but jokes that – actually are you know like you, what is that word phrase that ribbing like, you joke about ribbing is sort of teasing though this yeah. is a every joke is the truth what's that phrase there's oh. a little bit of truth in every joke yeah so i, I want Something jokes like that. that it's like words statements sentences sentiments that are delivered as a joke but are actually completely serious oh, okay it's kind of like a, whoa, nice mustache, dude. Like half sarcasm almost. Yeah, yeah. Where you feel like 
the correct response is to defend your mustache, <laughs> even though you did say if you wrote it down, nice mustache. Yeah. So in the if in a court stenographer, I can have the court stenographer read that back to you. Is another line of a uh, few good men. But yeah. other than that, uh, you what you're uh, saying is, is a grave danger. You said, is there any other kind? <laughs> uh, that's a great movie. I should watch that tonight. Uh, sentences that you say in a joking fashion that you're actually serious about. Mm-hmm. Truthy jokies or something. Real yeah. jokies. Tweet at us if you have any suggestions. Uh, I'm at Jake and Amir. Uh, yeah, you could just tweet at Amir and he'll yeah. let me know. Yeah. I'll choose. forward him the good ones. <laughs> uh, all right, let me search a question. Or let me search a word. I'll search appetizer. Ooh, nice. Uh, something leading up to the casserole. <laughs> Very good. Oh, my casserole is so cold. Uh, this might be a wonder. Whoa. Uh, yeah, because the other ones are spam from BJ's restaurant. Again, the guy that attached the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody forwarding me an essay that I wrote, which I guess he found digging awesome. up archives. And then this email, which is a question called Gluten Nonsense. How? There's only one email that said appetizer? Yeah. Amazing. Hey, guys. A longtime fan and listener, and it seems like I have a problem of my own that I hope you can advise me on. One of my friends has had stomach issues her whole life, bloating and gas, and it recently occurred to her to try and go gluten-free to see if that helps at all. She claims she feels better and when she stays away from gluten, uh, but there have recently been several scientific studies and articles that reveal that unless you have celiac disease, then having a gluten allergy or intolerance is a myth. I have sent her several of these articles and insisted that she get tested by a doctor, but she seemingly ignores my suggestions. She has become increasingly difficult about this and recently complained on a night out when everyone else tried to order appetizers that she would not be able to eat them. Yeah, appetizers. Uh, When uh, we then had to change our order dramatically. She's also incredibly inconsistent. At happy hour a few nights ago, and it was just the two of us, she ordered a burger and ate it all. With the bun. When I questioned her, she claimed she really just wanted one and was willing to make the sacrifice. A few days later, though, at a picnic, she whined about forgetting a gluten-free hamburger bun and was forced to eat her burger plain. She and her husband also brew beer that she now claims that she can't drink and going out with her can be challenging. So, it almost seems like it's a social thing for her, as if going gluten-free is a cool thing to do. She claims that she would not have to be gluten-free, but never listens to what anyone has to say or goes to the doctor. What can I do to make her listen or convince her <laughs> that her problem is clearly something else? It, it is really putting a damper on our friendship with the group. Uh, I've read this question before. Oh, really? Is it in two answer? Uh, it two is answer? marked as, like, decent. Oh. Uh, this is the same thing. You gotta... I love this question. You gotta do the jokey, fakey, jokey, truthy joke. I don't even think that's the answer here. I think this person cares way too much about what their <laughs> friend fucking eats. Oh, you're taking the friend side. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not taking any side. I'm just saying, it, this doesn't matter at all. Yeah, well, it matters to her because it's weighing on her because she goes out and then her friend is in a nasty attitude. Yeah, well, fucking ignore that. The the only thing I can sort of see is when the friend is like, well, we can't order those appetizers because I can't have them. Yeah. I would be like, well, then you don't have to eat them, (laughs) but we're all, we we agreed upon these appetizers. (laughs) Yeah. Like you, the person that has the gluten allergy can't dictate the meal for everyone. Right. They have to be, they're excluded. You, you live with vegans at home. Oh yeah. How does that work out? They're 
the fucking word. <laughs> and I do complain and I do bring it up. Uh, and I mean, it was like. Vegans a, or veggies? My sisters and my mom uh, are a rotating. They're rota- like sometimes they're vegan, sometimes they're vegetarian. Occasionally one person will like break and eat meat for a while and a then, beautiful and then go year. back. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's never been a big deal in my house because people just keep their dietary pre- – like if they have a dietary preference, then they like – my sisters will get together and they'll cook vegan and vegetarian food. Right. But nobody's ever said to like my dad and me and my brother like, hey, we can't eat – chicken so you guys aren't gonna grill tonight <laughs> right like no well we are <laughs> it's you funny you guys can have veggie burgers <laughs> it's split directly men and women in your house yeah that's true there was a time when my brother was uh at least a vegetarian and i was also a vegetarian for a few years years i was or at least not maybe not two but he, at least a year wow when i first moved to new york i was a vegetarian oh yeah what's up with that <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend at the time was a vegetarian. <laughs> and there you have it. Blood into me. Uh, so you're saying just ignore this friend, whatever. I just think if people have dietary preferences and like or restrictions, then that's on them to figure out. And it, you can't announce to a table of people like, hey, we have to get non-gluten appetizers for everyone because one of us has a gluten allergy. Or maybe she doesn't. I don't know. She won't see a doctor. And did you know you can't have a gluten allergy? That's celiac disease, which is a testable thing that she won't find out if she has. Yeah, well, maybe she does have it. Also, I th- sometimes I feel like doctors don't know everything about these brand new diseases. Th- this shit. Yeah. yeah it is you, hear, you hear those NPR podcasts all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also not bring it up because, again, dislike confrontation. Did you clean your shoes? They look very clean. Uh, yeah, I tossed them in the wash. Oh, really? Uh huh. Damn. Damien. Look at that. Damn, Damien. Uh, all right. Uh, do you have a word? Yeah, but I'm not really done talking about this gluten thing. Oh, you want to keep going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, man? <laughs> I said I would. I would. I, this is something you should probably bring up because it's bothering you. But at the same time, I wouldn't do that because I would just. I would. I dislike confrontation more than I it's, dislike the situation. It is just funny. I, we, we can't move on, but it's so funny to me, like how much this person clearly cares about it. It's like they're they're watching like a hawk her every move. Oh, like, oh yeah. you ate? Why'd you eat a burger just now? Yeah. And then like, oh, well, you, your husband, you, you, why are you guys brewing beer? Yeah, you like, know what's gonna happen? Stay when out it, of my life. When it boils over, every single insert of in her mind of this person eating glutens will in the past four years will just like burst out be like you know because at my birthday party you had a cupcake and then two weeks later you said you couldn't yeah. have anything and then you've been brewing beer so how does that work out can you like, imagine this, like this lady just getting like her sliding off like sliding across a little document that's like this is every time you had gluten in the last year did and your also, stomach hurt yeah oh my god so funny yeah i've been looking also rummaging through your shit and a lot of it is pretty solid stool so i know it's not i took diarrhea. a stool sample to a doctor and turns out you do have celiacs <laughs> so i apologize for keeping this journal but you're welcome it's like when trump said you know hillary started the birth room and i finished it so you're welcome oh, god damn it yeah sorry president trump uh, president-elect barack obama still my president <laughs> Woo-hoo! that's funny not my president and then dot 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 until january 20th oh, usa us of a dear me dear me do you have a, a word uh fuck <gasps> none wow or do you want to do the latest one with fuck Oh, that's a good idea. It's which was sent two and a half hours ago. Amazing. <laughs> uh, all right. 
It's a lady's name. I don't think we've given any fake names yet. Well, I've just been using the word. Oh. So, but I, I feel bad calling this lady fuck. Fuchsia. Fuchsia? That's a good word for the next round. Longtime fan, first time being in a fantastically disastrous garbage fire. Yay! <laughs> Let's get down already. to brass tacks. My boyfriend of two years and I are in the process of breaking up. It's mad complicated. He's German and I'm American, and we were planning to go to California, where I'm from, for Christmas and New Year's. We live in Germany. We've already gotten the tickets and planned things, and he's never been to the U.S., so this was going to be a big, amazing holiday together. Basically, my dilemma is which of these three things to do. One, ask him not to come, which would suck because of the money, etc. Two, he comes, but we are friends, which would be super fucking awkward. Three, he comes and we break up when he leaves to go back to Germany. I was already staying in the U.S. for an internship. Well, as you blokes can tell, I'm in a major come apart and need your guidance. I guess I'm not quite sure what to do, so any help you could provide would be greatly appreciated. Literally anything you can offer would be magically delightful right about now. Much love and thanks. Fuchsia. Fuchsia. I like the way that email was written. Yeah, they gave us options. Uh, A come apart. We've heard that word before on here, right? Didn't we talk about it once? Yeah, Middleditch really liked it. Yeah, come apart. I love it. All right. um, Uh, Option. I choose option A. Clearly. Obviously, not to come. it's very easy. Easy for you to say. Yes. You've, you've been in the situation before. You know how hard it is because when you're breaking up with someone, emotions are at an all-time high. That's why they say breaking up is... Um, What's that word? The, easy to overcome, I believe. Yeah. Not that be- big of a deal. Yeah, breaking up is fine to do. <laughs> <laughs> they say that breaking up is fine, fine to, to do. do. <laughs> Remember when it does? It's gonna be worse to come with him to the states. Yeah, this is one of those things where it's easy in the short term to say, "Fine, you should come with me. It'll be fine," and right. then it'll ruin a trip. It'll ruin a trip. Yeah, You'll it have will this be trip. awful when he's here. It will be aw- it will be easy for the next few weeks because you will have made the easy decision and you don't have to deal with the consequences yet. But when you're dealing with the consequences, it will suck. So think about even though I never do anything like this, think about the holiday and your trip and you would much rather be here without your ex-boyfriend yeah, or with, without some German kid posturing like he is your boyfriend for a few more weeks. Think about that part, not the hard conversation part. The that best part, that part, that, that part, that part, that part. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of uh, another common theme is this is hard, so I'm just going to make it slightly worse for a longer time. Yeah. Kind of like my ankle. Well, not walking on it would fix it, but I don't want to do that for a month. Mm-hmm. So instead, I'll just be in pain forever. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I should just suck it up, fix it, condense the pain of the slight pain of two years into much inconvenience for four weeks. You know what's annoying, though? I did that. When I hurt my foot, yeah, I was on crutches for six weeks during England and Iceland, <laughs> uh, seemingly sucking it up, and then I went off the crutches, and it still hurt, and now it still hurts three years later. Mm. So, you know, it'd be a good superpower, or something in the future, is transferring pain. Mm, have, you I ever, would have you ever totally. thought of that idea? Yeah, I like, let me show you how much this ankle hurts, and then yeah. I send it to you. And then you wouldn't accept, then you don't accept it back. Yeah, and then you're like, all right, that does suck. Let me, well, well I got to go to lunch. Where are you going? You're sprinting away. <laughs> See if you can catch me, sucker.
I think my brother asked me one time, it was like, it was like after my heel had been hurting for over two years, it's like, if you could, would you give me just half the pain <laughs> so you could, so it would be slightly easier? It's almost like he should offer. It's weird for you to say, you know what, man? I would give you half the pain. Yeah. He offered like in a way that made me almost believe that he could do it. <laughs> you serious? raised it like it, like it was going to happen. I guess, sure, man. <laughs> Could you take a little more than half? Is it, does he, do you feel it every single day? Some days are way worse than others. And do you feel it every single step? Uh, some steps are way worse than others. <laughs> no, it, uh, it really is like. If your most, pain went away, would you notice it instantly? Oh, yeah. First step, you'd be like, holy shit. Every step different. has a tiny little bit of pain. <laughs> it's, not, it's never like completely pain free. Then there are like times when I, if I'm like walking all day at the end of the day, it really hurts. Um, or if I'm walking on a hard surface for a long time, it'll really hurt. But then sometimes, like if I if I stretch it really well and if I roll out and if I do every all of that stuff, and I usually do that, uh, my first couple steps after stretching it for a long time are almost pain free. Have you ever done physical therapy? No, that's going to be the next step. Actually, I'm I'm going to the podiatrist. <laughs> our, our podcast is just the fucking foot and ankle podcast now. God, uh, but I'm going to go to physical therapy starting uh, late November. My New Year's resolution was to be pain free. Yeah, and well, you have four weeks. God damn it, get her done. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Come back, answer more questions with the Game Boy. Ta-da! Oh, oh, BRB. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader.
it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness, of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain thanks folks thanks squarespace and we have returned uh headgum has a store now we had shirts for a while and some water bottles in the office and no water bottles ideas for shirts but we never really had a singular good place to see them all uh right now if you go to headgum.com there's a store tab and if everything goes well uh there should be water bottles on there there should be headgum swag on there i got a headgum sweater and i think there should be some yes dudes shirt oh shit yes dude yes dude <laughs> we have a shirt dude finally a shirt that says what we're all saying which is yes dude we should uh, also get a That's Awesome Dude shirt. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'd wear a That's Awesome Dude. I can wear a Yes awesome Dude shirt. Dude. <laughs> that's Awesome Dude. We should, well, we should give all those profits to Jeffrey. Well, whatever. Uh, he's a dumbass. He doesn't know the difference. <laughs> uh, phone cases, stickers, a little bit of everything. Uh, so check out HeadGum. And then soon we're going to have uh, some swag from all of our podcasters. But we're starting with uh, our show and HeadGum. Generic for now. Actually, this... Hoodie's pretty dope. Yeah, dude. So you can wear a purple headgum hoodie, represent the Does it brand. Have to be purple? Yeah, purple, seafoam green, slate gray. Oh, very nice. Kangaroo pouch. It's soft. It's good. It's a hoodie. And it's all on headgum.com. And you can see the store from there. Uh, should we talk about our Hawaii show? We already just, we just blew the, we screwed the pooch, man. Hawaii Five Show. We're finally going to the 50th state. Do you remember the specific dates? February. That's February, but I don't know exactly. We don't have the details yet. Sorry. But we'll get them. We'll get them to you as soon as possible. If you live in Honolulu, holy shit, our first show's in Hawaii. Every show, every trip feels like a fun vacation and this one's actually going to be a fun vacation just me and you sipping my ties on the beach just yeah wearing lays and doing a haka yeah a haka well not a haka a hula a hula haka okay hula haka hula haka uh the uh uh uh, uh oh i got the dates february 17th and february 18th so oh, friday yeah. and saturday dope dude we gonna rage in honolulu though yeah i wonder what the i've never been to hawaii as like a 
drinking adult. I've al- I've always gone on like family vacations there. I don't yeah. know what the nightlife is like in Hawaii. I think they party. Great. I'm in. Uh, cool. Should we answer some more questions? Yes. Uh, whose turn? Yours, because I did fuck. Uh, stocks. <gasps> Maybe somebody has some questions for us. Yeah, I would love to let them know how I invest. Um, oh. How are your stocks doing these days? Uh, you know, I try not to check. Sometimes How's that good, going for you? Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Uh, at the end of the day, these are it's not money that I need right now, so I'm just going to ride with the market. It's not what you invest in, but when you invest. And as and long as you I'm invest with. slowly uh, entering the market, keeping my money active, making sure that my money is works working for, for me. me. That's right. Oh, folks, uh, um, Tesla is rebounding. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your number one stock tip while I look? Um, I guess... I'm a moron, so don't listen to me. <laughs> but I think you maybe told me to invest in companies that you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did that. And it's a way more fun to watch because I'm like, oh, I'm watching Nike stock go up. And I'm watching the Starbucks stock go up. And yeah. I know those companies. And they're my friends. And I'm helping them out because I'm buying shit. Right. And I, yeah, I spend my money all the time there. So it's kind of nice that I'm making a little bit of cash. Uh, there's too much. Too much. Uh... Oh, here's a question about stocks. Okay. All right. There was there was a lot of spam about stocks, but this is a real one. Hey guys, uh we'll call this person uh Stocksy. Nice. It's a Anasto- Anastoxia. Oh, I like that. Anastoxia, right? It's just uh just to jump into it without too much background, I'm a gay female college student living in the conservative Midwest. As you can probably guess, it's kind of hard to find other girls who might be interested in a relationship, and it's been a while since I've even started talking to another lesbian lady. Recently, what I can only assume is the gay goddess changed my fortunes. I met a girl through a mutual friend who is cute, funny, sweet, and definitely gay. We have tons in common, and there's clearly mutual attraction, etc. And long story short, we've been hanging out and texting quite a bit. I really like her, and there haven't been any red flags so far. Well, except for one thing. Mm. When she's texting, she insists on using rage faces. Yes, like the memes from 2010, the troll faces oh. and whatnot. Instead <laughs> of using emojis like a regular member of normal society, she constantly sends me images like this. They kind of look like uh, pencil drawing, Ren and Stimpy, very extreme yeah. rage face like emojis. Even worse than Forever Alone guy. Yeah. Who's Forever Alone guy? Uh, I literally don't know what to do. I don't want to be a dick and tell her to change the way she texts because that feels super shallow. But it is extremely off-putting to see these weird relics of early internet on my phone and would frankly be embarrassed if, I, if one of my friends of these faces pop up, saw one of these faces pop up while I was texting her. It's just strange. I don't want to say something wrong and ruin my chances with one of the only gay girls I have a shot with on campus, but I'm seriously off-put by this texting development. Do you guys put stock in a potential love, how a potential love interest texts? Am I being a circle-jerking diva, or is it okay to be concerned with this kind of behavior? Uh, love, Anastasia. Anastasia. I have definitely been there where I was like, did not like the way somebody texts and it totally turned me off. But that was when 
uh, I, it was all, I was not in the same situation where there might be only one person that I could hook up with. Yeah, it seems like the uh, beggars can't be choosers uh, saying is very much so in play here. Totally. You spent and the first paragraph complaining about how you can't find anyone, and then you said you thank the gay goddess for sending you someone awesome to you. And then you said that you didn't like that person <laughs> because of the way she texts. <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, you have to prioritize what you see in a person. And between cool, uh, homosexual, living in the Midwest, uh, attractive, Hot. Uh, and a lot of common interests, when you get down to how the the emojis she used when she texts seems like a pretty small issue. Yeah. I also think, because uh, I do understand, like, when you're flirting with someone and they do something that's super off-putting, it's just like, oh, no, you yeah. can't really help it. Uh, but I, I, so I would say that, People change up the way they text a lot. Like I bet she's, I bet she's not going to stick with the rage faces forever. Like, yeah, you maybe start, that's... Why don't you just start using something better, like it, just regular emojis or gifies or something? Like, see what, see if you can drive the conversation away from the rage faces. And if anything, it's a good sign because this person is being themselves. They're not acting on their best behavior. I feel like when I'm most into someone, I'm texting weird jokes, silly things, lots of emojis. emojis. I'm saying like bad jokes on purpose. I'm I'm texting damn Daniel. I'm texting Opa Gangnam style. <laughs> God, All floodgates are open. <laughs> There's definitely someone that's got, that is like, yeah. <laughs> Been like, you know what? Never mind. This guy isn't as funny as I thought he was. He's doing side jokes. That is true. But the person that is into it, it's like, oh, I'm myself around this person. Right. That's sort of yeah. You're right. It's like a litmus test almost. Yeah. So this this lady is. Don't let her fail this litmus I, test. You know what? That is because I think that your damn Daniel and side jokes are the funniest too. <laughs> See, that is the truest version of you. <laughs> Op, opa texting style. I didn't think that anything would ever. Uh, overtake uh, Opa Gangnam style. <laughs> but I think Damn Daniel did for a little bit. Has it been a year since Damn Daniel? No. It's only been like two weeks. <laughs> it's just we so inundated. Yeah, you think that it's been longer. Yeah, when did the Damn Daniel... Because I remember we were in our old house, so that's at least over six months ago. Mm. A 2016... Oh, eight, oh, no, let's see. A 2016 viral video. Wow, it has its own Wikipedia page. Uh... March 9th. So it's wow. eight months old. Really cool. Damn, Daniel, that's lasted a long time. <laughs> Damn, Daniel, you stayed super relevant. <laughs> Jesus, Daniel. I had no idea it was, had this staying power, I'm Daniel. so proud of you, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, damn, Daniel. Wow, the person who uh, did it, Daniel himself, was born on 9-11-2001. What? That's, so, that's such a lie. Yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> April 4th, 2001. But still, they are young. The 9-11 thing was uh, a weird thing I added. Actually, I can edit, edit the Wikipedia page. Damn, oh, Daniel, you were born on a really dark day in American history, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks for spreading your light, Daniel. <laughs> Back at it again with the white... Um, no, I'm not, I'll stop. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so anyway <laughs> it's funny you stopped there uh, I can't take it too far I've only made three 9-11 jokes <laughs> damn Daniel I shouldn't make the fourth um, how let it go let it go let it go it's not that big of a deal rage faces actually I might send this rage face to somebody today that's a fun idea sort of test the waters what is this thing 
Do you get? There, I bet there's a lot of people who don't know what it is. I had no idea what it is, but now that I see it, it's sort of familiar. It's yeah. like a Reddit thing. It's a meme. Uh, all right. Do you have a question or something to search? Yes. This might be the last question. Oh my god. Let's make a count. Um, tigress. Oh, so specific. Uh, nope. Nothing. Tiger. Tiger. How do you spell that? T I. G-E-R. No, I think it's a Y. No. Yes. I do. Uh, a lot of questions. Uh, Damn. I'll give you three subject titles. Ready? Okay. Kim Jong Slutbag. Huh. Will I get ditched for a nude? Hmm. And stop the music. God, I guess Kim Jong Slutbag is <laughs> the most compelling. <laughs> well, but I do want to say it. Like, will I get ditched for a nude? But whatever. Um, ooh, another lady. We keep finding the Game Boy. The Game Boy is not <laughs> as sexist as the other hosts. Uh, uh, so, would you search for this? Tiger. Yeah. Uh, tigress writes, but I tigress. Very nice. So, I'm an illustration student this summer. While I'm looking for work, I've been doing some commissioned portraits on the side. Nothing too expensive, just some extra video game money. And I find it... And I find it to be really good drawing practice. Last month, this girl who used to bully me in high school for being fat messaged me on Facebook and said said, said she wants a portrait of her. Now, I'm not one to hold grudges or anything. High school was a while ago, and I have moved on, so I agreed. Once I said yes, she started stipulating and had all these super weird conditions for the painting. First, she absolutely had to be painted in person because she loves the attention of someone drawing her. Second, she wanted to be painted lying on a tiger skin rug hmm. and naked with a really serious face like some mix of a porn star and a north korean dictator i really really didn't want to do this so to get out of it i told her i usually only paint people on my computer and from reference she offered to pay me three times as much as uh what i wanted to get the charge initially Oh, sorry. Three much as three times as much as I was going to charge initially. I thought she was fucking with me, but then she sent me the money through PayPal as a gesture of good faith. I have no idea how to get out of this now, and I can't really afford to turn down six hundred dollars when I'm up to my eyeballs in student debt. But I really don't want to draw this draw this psycho psychotic bitch naked, and I especially don't want to do it if it's all part of some kind of weird ego boost for her after how she treated me for six years of my life. What should I do? Wow. What an mm. interesting question to have found. I guess... What would you do, basically? Let's start there. I I would do it. What, would what better it. way to get back at this person than to help them waste six hundred dollars on a dumbass painting oh wow what if you okay i like that as a start what if you paint her a little worse so you'd be like yeah get naked and they're like all right i want to draw some like you, you know how your 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 back skin is greasy so i want to get the shine just right yeah but then she's no give her better. little complexes that's but then she's no better than the bully well when you go low they go when they go low you go lower lower still <laughs> you go underground it's called fighting in the trenches they go low you go underneath them <laughs> and further and still until we're all in the core of the earth burning alive so that's one way to get back at her in, in case you're worried about uh, making sure that you're not uh, taking it from somebody who bullied you. Mm -hmm. You can sort of 
fucker again. Fuck her uh, just as hard as she fucked you. Why, why six years of my life? I thought she was a high school bully. Yeah, I guess it started, maybe their high school started in uh, seventh grade. Mm. It was like seven mm. through 12 or mm. something. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so you would do it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds hot to me. So like, I want to do it just so I can like, you know. Well, in your version, it would be you painting a, a bully male naked. Uh, on a tiger skin rug. Oh, right. So I'm not looking at like this hot bully who yeah. like, needs people like totally naked on a on a tiger skin rug. It's hot like, bully is a funny porn search. Hot bully. Yeah. There's definitely porn for that. It's like dominatrix, but like yeah, just fem- like wedges femdom. and shit. Right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they have like giantess porn where like uh, the girl crushes you with her ass and stuff. Yeah. You are squeezing your balls right now. I'm jerking off. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I should say I shouldn't say that's unique to the question we're answering. Right. No, I know I always do this. Yeah. Um I guess yeah, I mean if that was my if I made money from drawing and somebody I hated wanted me to draw them but I if I needed the money, I don't think I'm so proud that I wouldn't do it. Just do it. Just do it. At the very least, it'll add something to your portfolio. It'll move your quote up. Now you can start charging $600 and be like, $600? Who gives you $600? Like, oh, you know that hot bully that used to terrorize me? Yeah, I made this. Yeah. Oh, living well is the best revenge. I think I've been in some sort of a similar situation to this. And I found that it was like a little bit empowering to like to really not hold a grudge and to treat that person just like I would treat anyone. And it was kind of it's kind of nice and especially if this person is like you're sort of in the power position here they're they really want a favor from you they want to pay you money Ooh, this was sent in the money this was sent a couple months ago i'm going to reply and see if we can get the photo the uh, well the the picture not the photo not a photo of the naked girl on the tiger right no i want to see a photo a photo of the painting okay cool yeah i want to see it maybe we could put it on the website if it comes up uh all right that's it the game boy is out goodbye game boy back to your attic oh Oh, oh. <laughs> he's trying oh. to do a, He's shrinking somehow. <laughs> yeah, he's the size of a little, I don't know, figurine. <laughs> he's a figurine. <laughs> uh, if you have your own questions or your own theme song submissions, that address, email address for everything is if I were you show at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spreading the word. Uh, do you remember who made the opening theme song? Shree. Shree ain't. Shree. Going nowhere. Uh, oh, this one, the outro is a uh, Blink-182 cover. How the f- Dude, that should have been the intro. Well, I wanted to I wanted to explain what it was, and then it's also a little bit long. Oh. So it's a nice outro song. Uh, Blink-182 so- uh, cover from uh, 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 Josh No Joshua. Special song. This one is from uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. One of uh, Blink-182's lesser-known albums. Oh, yeah. This is a guy that we've done before. So it is SoundCloud, Josh, No Joshua. This one is the Stay Together for the Kids parody called Stay Together for the Jews. This is not what we've played before, right? Uh, No. I don't remember. Uh, So thanks, Josh, No Joshua, on SoundCloud and Instagram. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back after Thanksgiving. Oh, have a good holiday. Have a good turkey day. (laughs) Don't eat too much. Wait, this is coming after Thanksgiving? Uh, this will be the Monday before Thanksgiving. Oh, right, right, So we're right. saying in advance of Thanksgiving. Sorry, we're recording this in May of 2019. So, so it's, it's like hard, hard to remember. Yeah, we're exactly. recording this from the future. <laughs> Back to the future. All right, let's get out of here. Bye. So is your life going poor? In a situation you can't ignore? You've got a problem you can't solve.
makes no sense at all. Well, I've got a solution to do. Send an email to these two Jews. Free advice you all laugh all night listening to. If I That was a HeadGum Podcast.